fuel, baby. Good looking sis. Yeah, now nah, like I'm even on like the way here, like trying to get to my studio, which one I didn't like I was like four, 40 minutes. I was, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, I'm it's like, a drive. And then I'm <laughs> I'm trying to get to the studio and none of the clips is going up. I'm like, yo, when it rains, it pours. You know what I'm saying? You like you try to do one thing and it's You talking about for YouTube, Instagram. Instagram. The YouTube, I'm YouTube's all situated. Yeah. YouTube, I schedule that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um well, let me just send it there. Now my grand be acting up too. I was telling that so like one time I had posted at 9 a.m. It didn't go up till 3. Oh my God, bro. I hate that shit, man. I like I, just, I literally just sit there watching it. Like, why? Why? Like, like, I got 5G for what? I pay all this money a month for nothing. For this shit for literally for nothing. We ready yet? You posting, right? No, I'm good. <laughs> he still didn't mm -hmm. get his, mm -hmm. his nah, post up? No, nah, I don't I don't be stressing it like that. I just try to pick the right one. You know how artists, you know how artists and their management team be? They be like, did the post go up yet? And I'm like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I'm having some technical difficulties on my side. <laughs> Calm down. It's gonna go up. Chill. Like I'm honestly like, you know, like we just all came from Hovane's, you know, yes. uh, service, but God bless I didn't, you know, they I thought that I was going to get bothered that whole time I was in there. I was going to open my phone to a bunch of messages, but, you know, God bless. Like, nobody uh, bothered me. It was great. I, that was one of the most star-studded. Yeah, we good, right, yeah. Jay? Yeah, that was one of the most star-studded um, services, especially in the hood. That's the hood hood. Right. Trust me, people get bodied over there effortlessly to see Styles P, to see Guru, to see Elliot Wilson, um, um, so many others. Wayno was there. I ain't see mm. none. I ain't see hardly none of you. I ain't see. Yeah, I, I didn't saw, see him there. I yeah, he was nobody. there. I think John pointed out that you were in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I that's because I, I had my hair out. I didn't. Yeah, I, I saw completely Google, different. I saw Goo. Yeah. Johnny Shikes um, was there. Yeah. Shice Bubs was there. It I was saw a Shice. Yeah, my boy Slater. Slater. My boy Slater was there. And um, who was that? Money Nels. Money Nels. Nels. Niles. I didn't even see Banks, bro. I saw wow. slow. I saw slow for a second. It was beautiful. Nah, it was and you it know was beautiful. It was a beautiful service. It was, it was a. It was a. When I called my wife when I left there, I said, "Yo, this was like that service was one of the most touching services that I've mm. been to in a long Same. time." Yeah. And I'm not proud to say this, but I be going to services. I have a lot of death in my family, but mm. that one kind of it affected me with the kids and everything, and yeah. how strong his wife was and. The positive words that she left with and everything, and then when Sycamore asked everybody, that eulogy hand, was amazing. Up, body that, yeah, that was you know incredible. What I'm saying that the hand up moment was was a was significant for me. Mm. I think even when you look at all the people who you know, because they gave people the open space to get up and, yeah. and speak, and every person who went up there to say something, obviously, of course, the family said beautiful words. Absolutely, um, like you're talking about, like his sister, his his brother, his wife, but like even everybody else who went up there, including Styles, of course, like everybody had ended like you know when everybody ended with a drop the mic type Yo, of moment. Everybody, you know what I'm Styles, Styles joint was when that they needed somebody to, to manage all, all the rappers all the artists, upstairs. Yep. Yo. That was that, that was, was amazing. The line was, "Now who's gonna manage all the rappers in heaven?" I think the yeah, way he said, right. it. Yeah, yeah. "That's how you said." It. Yeah. yeah, he said he said they needed somebody up there to manage all the rappers. Yes, uh -huh. that was amazing. That was know? that was beautiful. And, and when his oldest daughter started talking, it it threw me for a loop because yeah. you know, like it's just like, "Yo, my dad is gone." I'm like, fuck. Uh, and then, but the youngest daughter came. And, and she, did the joke. She, oh man, she killed it. No, no pun intended. But you know, I was like, that's how you that's how you close it out, Gabe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, well, he's had a lasting effect on the music business. Shout to you, Hovane. Yeah, Hovane. Awesome real. You've been a genuine dude 
to a lot of people. Yeah, you know uh, and, and to see all the street dudes that I knew through him from since 09 come and everybody was just chilling. Fresher came. I was just like, these are guys. They I don't ain't see none of these. I ain't seen nobody. Yeah, Fresher was yeah, there. Fresher. Oh yeah, yeah, Fresher was mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I ain't seen Rory no was there. Mm-hmm. I, think I saw. I saw Rory walk. walk yeah, back. I saw all of them. I saw just, Mouse was there too. Mouse, Mouse was there. He was sitting right next to you. I ain't even. I ain't yeah, even, <laughs> he had yeah. tunnel vision. Though. Tunnel vision. I don't be when I'm in that type of space. It's I tough. ain't really looking to see who's there. If I bump into him, I bump into the main one that I definitely wanted to see was Smoke Dizzy and Guru. Cause that's how I mainly connected with Hovain. We knew about each other, but we mm. didn't connect until that time. So I just wanted to make sure that they knew that we was in, in the building. Right. Such an interesting dynamic. You talking about Smoke Dizza and Guru being your connection to Hovain, but for me, it was really like Paris Bryant who was signed to Cinematic a while ago. Slater. Mm. Mm. It was all through like the younger artists too. So that's mm. cool to see like the kind of the different synergy of like yeah. the generational touch that um, yeah. that Hovain had. You yeah, know what I'm mine was a little bit. It was through I met him. Troy Ave and all the street dudes at the same time. Oh, this is way, this is way, way, way. Yeah. I'm talking about this is 09. Yeah. So you know, so this I saw the whole evolution of them coming up, and then I saw when Money Nels came in and they decided to work together, and that's when Nels, I remember he pulled us to the side. He's like, "Yo, I'm not gonna be working with G Unit no more, but you see these two dudes, Troy Ave and Hovain, I'm gonna work with them." And that's when Troy Ave had the album New York. Yep. And with his experience and with Hovain's work ethic, that shot Ave through the roof. Not to say he wouldn't, he wouldn't have shot through, but it put it in overdrive. Well, it's proven then, I guess, that managers can make a difference what? in somebody's Absolute, music career. Nigga, yeah, you're the example. Don't do that. No, nah, but, but there are a lot of managers that don't have to do any work. They just put in a position to maintain, right. to be what you call what they call the the, um, the quarterbacks. How that, long does that last? That don't do not. It all. I mean, it all depends. It all depends. You know what I'm saying? It all depends on the success that somebody grows with. It all depends on the other manager that might sign on to help because people mm-hmm. don't realize that you have a manager. And then sometimes you get a more experienced manager, mm-hmm. and then that manager doesn't travel with you, but he helps to connect you with things, and y'all break bread with him. He gets half the fee. So if you get 20%, the, the other manager gets Growth 10, manager, yeah. and the dude that was formerly getting 20 will now take yeah, 10. 10. But the pie is bigger. Get, yeah, the, it, it might not even be bigger. You you might just need the connection and the know-how to get you to the next level to get to the big pie. Right. All you need a manager who, like, managers got to be patient. You know, like, hmm. I feel like when you look at... Like, even some managers I know, like, the best managers are the ones who are really patient. Because, you know, if you work with artists on a day-to-day basis, you already know how that that go. Whether, even in podcasting, you know what I'm saying? You know how it is. Like, sometimes you might sit there and they might be super late or whatever. So it takes, like, real patient people yeah. to I'm, work I'm with curious, Have you been a manager before? Huh? Have you been a manager Absolutely before? not. You couldn't pay me to be See, a manager. So, so, <laughs> hard, so I'm going to be honest. It's hard for me to listen to people who have not been managers to say what a manager is supposed to be patient he can't be like it's like certain things mm. it's certain situations that if i got money and i'm established i could be patient with you mm. that's cool but if we coming up together and you doing boo boo the fool shit and you right. fucking up my paper i cannot be patient with you but patience it might be what you need at that time right you know i, I what think I'm i think it's uh you know patience that- is a bad word i i think the right word that I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off no, i think the right it. the right word what i'm trying to get at is mm. just 
maybe not patience with the artist, mm-hmm. but just you have to have like a certain level of patience with I'm, the process. Patience with the pro- I'm, th- I'm trying to think of the right word. Knowing for it. what you're dealing with when you're no, dealing I think, with rappers. Like knowing what you're dealing with. Because yeah, that, I think that's because more that, what it is. that's that's key because we don't know what we're dealing with with rappers. Go ahead, I, I'm sorry. I think good because you you two guys y'all really go for it when it comes to getting the work done. So when I hear patience, I think it's really very intricate what you're meaning. It ain't just so cut and dry. We watching you work right now while the cameras is off. I'm watching him work. I'm working. So I don't think you guys are just chilling all the time. Like you got to grab it by the the bull by the horns. Mm-hmm. But I think there's certain times you'd be like, you know what? Let me take my foot off the gas right here. Not because I don't need to go fast. I'm cruising through this zone. But when it's time, boom, I'm going to hit that corner. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you can't put your foot on everybody's neck. Some I think, people I don't think, care. I think that was my mistake when I was younger. I was that manager that was pressing the button every moment. What you mean you tired? Come on, son. You ain't got time to be tired. We got to do this. And I and I did need to learn. It wasn't patience, but learning how. I always use this with um something that um Sylvia Rohn told me. When you're a manager, you have to also be a psychologist. Mm. You have to know what you're dealing with. And me being 25 years old, I was looking at her like a psychologist. What are you talking about? I just want to manage. I just want to make money. But you have to know the different personalities that you're dealing with. Some rappers are going to be all over the place. Some are going to be on time like 50. Always on time. Oh, he's always on time. There are some people that are going to come and not know how how to talk on the mic. Like They don't know how to build a relationship with Gabe. So, I mean... What is it like you being a psychologist? Because you are the gateway. You are the ambassador. You are the person that's ushering the new artists mm-hmm. in a very creative way in New York. And DJ Self sat right here and said, when it comes to the new music, I speak to Gabe about everything. Right. He, he even said that. that when it comes to all the drill dissing and all the drill rap, you broke it down. Like, yo, they're just rapping. It ain't that serious. You know, mm-hmm. they're just enjoying it. So what is it like ushering that? What did it? Because the last time we were around each other, we were giving cups rela- and convos. Yeah, we were giving relationship advice. Yeah, and now it's like, oh my god, yeah. I think it was giving relationship advice. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Ghost. At it. I know I that episode that came out either. Now, it, yo, it was wild. It never came out. It y'all was looking out. at me like, this is a lunatic, We right? know it never came out because Heineken was giving relationship <laughs> advice. <laughs> uh, I think when it comes to these artists, because, like, you know, obviously we're solely based in New York, but I like I make this point a lot now, too, mm. because I really want people to understand the, the, the full scope of what On The Radar is. On The Radar, so, okay, I'm going to compare it to one of the people who I look up to when it comes to platforms. Like, you look at Fire in the Booth, right? Yep. Shout out Charlie Sloth. You know what I'm saying? Fire in the Booth is a legendary platform, right? Based in the U.K., but Charlie Sloth is global, right? Yeah, he is. Fire in the Booth is global. I, most of the Fire in the Booths that come out now are from America or Germ- or even in Germany, too. He also started Fire in the Booth Germany with a German host that hosts the, the freestyles because, you know, language barriers and whatnot. Gotcha. Um, so, but at the, at, the, at the end of the day, the heart of Fire in the Booth is UK, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No Jumper does... All the upcoming LA talent, ah, uh, uh, this mm. and that, but they do everybody else too. They do porn stars, whatever. But at the end of the day, No Jumper, the heart of No Jumper is West LA, yeah. right? So for On the Radar, the heart of On the Radar will always be New York, right? Mm. But the full grasp of what I'm trying to do with On the Radar is, yeah, we're ushering in a lot of talent from New York, like like a lot of talent from New York. But you know, even my, you know, I got my boy John in the corner who helps me with On the Radar. He even even he can. 
begin to describe to you about how on the radar has already began to grow into more of a of a global brand. We just had Oxlade on the show, who is uh, he has one of the biggest colors performances of all time, a huge mm. Afrobeat artist right mm-hmm. now, right? So what we're doing is n- not only am I trying to introduce people and be what you like that psychologist for these new artists, but also be that psychologist and kind of that gateway and that door and that bridge to all these different types of artists too, like mm. in terms of you know Afrobeat, Spanish music, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like. I'm I'm all about building bridges, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and I feel like here in New York we need a platform and in the world we need a platform that kind of embraces everything. And that's what I'm trying to do with on the radar, but when it comes to New York artists and kind of being the psychologist for these up and coming artists, you know, I think about when I first interviewed K-Flock, B-Love and Dougie B, right? That was kind of like the first real big Bronx Bronx drill interview mm-hmm. I did at the time because mm-hmm. I had also done Busy Banks but obviously Busy's Brooklyn Dusty Locaine was Brooklyn, Brooklyn but yeah. this was like the first Bronx interview that I did and I remember like at the time like we were all I mean they were just coming up quickly like Brotherly Love just hit a million views in like a month it was like April 2021 and I remember like just you know talking to them and then I would see like okay like I want to make sure that you know just even speaking to them in the interview I'm like okay I want to these kids are young and I want to make sure that like me being this position that I am in the industry and kind of coming up underneath someone like Angie Martinez, like I want to be what she is to a lot of the artists from her generation. You know what I'm saying? Like that mm-hmm. person that they can go talk to and, you know, can give advice and kind of be that that bridge again, right? So I think when it comes to being a psychologist for a lot of these artists, you know, like they deal with a lot, you know, especially here in New York. You know, we see it every single day. We see it in the news. What are they dealing with that is older people might not be aware of because well, sometimes they're like oh they're kids what did what did they got to really deal with i feel like when you look at the music right because i think one of the core things is if, if we're if we're just talking about drill at this moment right mm. one of the core things that people say about drill is like oh it's this is that it's violent this this and that but like music has always and in hip-hop we've always had this type of violence in music you know i'm not saying all lanes of hip-hop mm-hmm. but like it's just kind of a modern day gangster rap right obviously do we all have to like what some things that they're saying no but at some point in our life we've all at least enjoyed a drill song like y'all can't say that y'all never listen no, to cool. who, who you would know? say that I'm no no I'm not just saying no no I'm just fucking with you don't take me seriously we like having fun here I just say you can crack jokes too but yeah but that's my point is that like people I think people people try to criticize what these kids doing are doing too much like like I said I have my things that I don't like that they do like I don't let them say other people's names on my show that's mm-hmm. very specific like they're just not allowed to say other people's names cuz I kind of want you know I want to keep the platform as neutral and neutral as possible but like I look at on the radar like Switzerland for everybody in the music industry yeah, right it is. um but that being said you know there are things that people can disagree about when it comes to drill music and there are things that people don't like but at the end of the day I think it's like you know it's easy to just hop online and be like, yo, this sucks. This sound is trash. This mm. new age hip hop. Su- it's so easy for people to do that. But then if you really take a deeper look at it, like, and you go into these artist psychologies and what they've been through, they've been through traumatic events in their life. You know what I'm saying? Like we recently just lost Eda Baby. You know what I'm saying? Eda Baby just passed away. He was from Harlem. And that comes like after another artist from Harlem was uh, passed away, uh, Naughty. He was 14. So how do you think that that affects the people, the other artists who were around them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, like I said, people often criticize drill music for for the content, but, you know, you have people who are talking about these people who have passed away. And then, so these kids, you know, they're young. So 
when we were young, we were hot-headed. So they're automatically going to think they have to respond. So there's a lot of other things. He's, that he's ready to ask you no, a question. No, no, no. Okay, ask me a question. Because we're not the type of people that are opposed to drill. If people really watch us, like, one of my biggest followings is the young crowd because yeah. I fuck with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of the people that sit around and say, oh, why are they doing this? I'm the one that said we've been calling for rappers to be real. Now the rappers are real and doing what they rapping about. They're <laughs> and we're criticizing them. And now we're criticizing them. I've been the one that's on record as saying that. The mm -hmm. only problem that I've ever had with drill music, which is not a big problem, I hate that they don't rhyme on beat. So if you're gonna be talking some gangster shit, yo, Snoop was talking gangster. Right. People forget. Biggie was talking <laughs> gangster funny. before he was talking fly. Like, oh, but shit. everybody was on beat. The right. reason, the reason why I feel like Pop Smoke was that guy with the drill is because Pop Smoke was on beat. Was on beat. <laughs> Harmony. He could That's have, yeah. why Pop Smoke was lit yeah. with the drill. He wasn't just coming off beat on beat going crazy because then he would have had to drill people, but he wouldn't have been out to the masses. Mm -hmm. Just do it on beat. That's it. Right. Like, that, that's my only problem with it. You know right. what I mean? Do you give like advice to them? Like, yo, you know, you guys got a chance to really elevate in hip hop, chill with the extra going hard with the violence because you're that voice for them. Right. They're listening to you. Yeah. I'm not going to assume that they are. I can see that they listen to you and I feel like you can like, you know, shift the culture of the drill community to where we don't got to be rah-rah. Just put out dope music. And like She's S.O. said. a lot of pressure be, on him. No, what, what not? Shifted, no, you, you want this man to shift the yeah, drill culture by yeah. himself? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, I'll talk about it. Hold on. And I'm a, because my heart, my land. Yo, John, can you do me a big ass favor, bro? It's, we want to get the heat fixed in the building, right? Yeah, can you hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. See, this is real work right this here. Is, yeah, no, nah, this is a, that, that's why I didn't want to interrupt, but hold on. No, nah, go for bro, it. This, this is, is part, this authentic. This is part of the podcast life. No Boom. This is, we're working while working and working. Let's talk about New York City landlords. Let's talk about it. <laughs> sure. No, we'll talk, no, we'll talk about it in a second. <laughs> Yo, here. They tell. If, her, if her, she calls her WhatsApp or hits me on WhatsApp, you'll see it. Sorry about that, guys. All right, but I want to answer that. Yes. Um, I do try to talk to them because here's what I tell them, right? Because I say, look, you guys want to become the biggest artist in the world, right? At the mm -hmm. end of the day, you, your goal as an artist, well, not everybody's goal as an artist, but these kids, they want to make it out the hood. They want to become big artists. The, the Literally, the blueprint has been created for you already. Pop Smoke literally did this, right? Mm. You know? And what I'm trying to tell them is, is like, look, if you look at some of the biggest drill records that came out of New York, Right, you think about um, you think pop because pop had Welcome to the Party, Dior, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. I, I Spice now with Munch and Bikini Bottom, um, CJ had Whoop D, Whoop you know D, what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of these records weren't just like they're not diss records, right? Mm. They're records that can work in New York and can work on the West Coast and can be party records at the same time. So I what I try to tell them I'm like, look, like I I'm not gonna tell you guys to stop doing what you're doing, because I, I understand, like, if you feel the need to respond, I'm not like that. I'm very much just like, yo, a wise man once said nothing at all. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And a wise man once said nothing at all. But I, I get it, because when you're young, and you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if me and my man's is out, right, and I leave my man's, and he gets jumped, right? Now I'm gonna be like, all right, we gotta do something about this, mm -hmm. right? So I, I get, when I, when I was young, 
I'm not saying I had that same mentality as them, but I understand that mentality because, again, at the end of the day, they're young. So they're not fully, like, you know what I'm saying? The frontal lobe is not developed. And they're not as mature yet to understand certain things about life, about the world. Like, they haven't experienced things that would really take them to a certain level that they, they would be like, that is stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, now you see a lot of older artists, now that, you know, they're in their 30s, 40s, whatever, they're like, wow, what we were doing back then was really dumb. But that's because they've seen, they've grown and, you know, they've gotten to exist and kind of enjoy the fruits of their labor as an artist and seeing what really matters in this world. So that being said, what I try to tell them, like, look, I get what I get why y'all got to do what y'all do. But I'm telling y'all, like, if you guys really want to make it as an artist, pop laid the blueprint for you. Literally, it's right there, right? right there. It, it might not work for everybody, right? It ain't going to work for everybody. Not every builder can follow a blueprint exactly, right? It, but, they said only 10% of the people that set out the rap actually become rappers. Right. But at the end of the day, the mm-hmm. blueprint's still there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are... there are That blueprint is tough, though, Gabe. Pop Smoke was a star, period. Of course. And that and star power is a big deal. Mm. And he could really rhyme, period. But star power is also on the mm-hmm. blueprint, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like you also have to like create that star power too at the end of the day. Some people born with it, some people can, you know, create it, but they buy it. They buy it. They buy it too. <laughs> okay. But I think at the but I think at the end of the day, it's like, look, disc records don't get you further than New York. And that's what I try to tell them. I'm like, look, this is this is cool, like, but that's like very true. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm unless sure. you're dissing somebody that's so big, but on, right, the, level, that point, on the level that they're dissing, he's yeah. right. It's just going to stay at home. Yeah, unless mm-hmm. somebody's coming for young boy. You know what I'm saying? But even then, people don't, you know, if it's a New York artist dissing young boy, like, yeah, what, unless it's, it's like yeah. a big artist, nobody's going to care. Um, but that's why I try to tell them, because I'm sure, think about it, we're all here in New York, but I'm sure there are Chicago diss records, UK diss records that never touched our ears because... They're local. They're local. They don't mean, they don't mean anything mm-hmm. to us. And... Honestly, I try to tell them, like, look, do what you got to do, right? But at the end of the day, like, you got to think long term, right? Because right now you're thinking in the moment, you're thinking it's high. You're thinking that you're getting a lot of uh, views on certain videos, right? And this doesn't even go for just drill. This goes for any artist. Like, if you're getting too many views too quick, you're going to start to get hot-headed. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm the man. I'm this, I'm that. But, like, the quicker the rise, the harder the fall. You feel me? Usually when you rise quick, you fall quick. It ain't too many people that rise fast and actually stay there for a long time. It's, it's very far, rare. It's few and far in between. Yep. But how do you look at running your studio? Because you got your own studio now, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about your whole process because you got freestyles coming out of there. You you probably booking stuff. Interviews. Too. What's your process of, of, of just running your, your studio? Like? Yeah, the whole business, the um, YouTube, everything. Man. So for On The Radar, um, with this new studio that we got, you know, you'd be shocked to like if I told you like, John, would you say that like the majority of artists coming in are like mostly not from New York nowadays? Right now, yeah. Yeah, I'll say the majority of artists coming in aren't from New York nowadays, which are, is kind of crazy. Are you saying they're not hungry enough? I'm not saying New York artists aren't hungry enough. I'm just saying that like or maybe they're arrogant, like he's supposed to call me. Nah, maybe no, 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 he's no, just no, no, no. Up. no, no. Listen, no, listen, listen to I what I'm saying. I think it's more of that. No, listen to what I'm about to say. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. The out of town artists—they're hitting you up, right? Yeah, PRs, the, labels. The New York ones—are they hitting up at the same frequency? Um, I think that they. I think that they're hitting up at. at or am more, I bugging? They hit my DM frequently. Okay, then I'm fucking then. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Well, like, I don't look at my DMs anymore. I like DMs are a nasty place. I don't like going there no more. I'm what, be honest. What do you mean they nasty? Well, in what tough. way? You, you got too many. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I think that mm. every, artists, especially like, you know, I'm sure, and I'm, I'm sure if you ask Adam22 this question a couple mm-hmm. years ago, he might say the same thing, right? Because he's out in LA. But artists from your city feel entitled to your time, right? They feel entitled to be on the platform. They feel entitled to this. And, and, 
I was just at a showcase last night. So this is what I tell artists when they come up to me at showcases that I host, right? I'll be like, they'll be like, how do I get on the platform? I'll be like, you got to have motion. You got to be moving. You got like, mm-hmm. you got to make me want to like have you up. And they're like, oh, but I have X a million. I have like a hundred thousand views on a video. They'll show me the video. I'll be like, bro, you got a hundred thousand views on a video. You got 31 comments. I know you bought those views next. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I also, what is a hundred thousand views good enough? Like say they was real views. Would that be good enough? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't even need a hundred thousand views. Sometimes I'll bring people on for less, but I like seeing real authentic views. You know what okay. I'm saying? And what people don't know or realize that I worked in digital media for the past six years. Like yeah. I just left my job at Power One. I'm still on air at Power One Five Point One, but I left my social media job there in August. Right. I remember that's how we met when we spoke about with Charlemagne and the uh, the yep. comic book show and everything. Yep. So I left yeah. that job. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still at Power though. It was just that full time job that I left to do on the radar. But people forget that like I know what fake views look like. I mm-hmm. know what real views look like. I know what fake followers look like. I know. I I know. So it's like you can't really get shit past me. So it's not that they're not they're hitting me up in a big frequency, but it's just that like it's just not it's just not a lot of it's not moving the needle for me. You know what I'm mm. saying? You know, like and I what I tell artists is that when they come up to me to these showcases, I'm like, look, on the radar, being a New York artist, it only works for you if you work to be on the show, right? It only it's not gonna work for you. And I've shown people like so I brought somebody up who's been complaining before <laughs> my DMs, right? I was like, watch this, right? I put them on the show. It was like maybe early this year, last year, and it did nothing for them. And I'm like, you rushed, and now you blew. Now you blew it. It's the same way like if people want to go up on flex, right? Mm. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to blow your load too fast. I be right? trying to tell them, but they don't listen, Gabe. They, they just want to. They just want to be on that radio. But you so know they why? Friends and they cousins can be like, yo, flex dropped the bomb on it. When I say, but they only gonna play it for three days. Not even that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you need, to, you need to have more time in circulation for people to feel you, to understand your vibe, yep. to catch your vibe. That's very important. And people are so quick to shoot their load in every situation you know because, why, right? of that, because of that thing that Gabe mentioned. Mm-hmm. They don't have patience. Patience, I was going to say. Career. Yeah. Now, yep. now, instead of yep. the manager having patience... <laughs> The, the artist. artist needs to have patience with their career yeah. because they all think that I got a hot record. This is going to be a hit. They don't understand promo. They don't understand marketing. They don't understand that Gabe, what we do, what Gabe does, is mm. all promotion and marketing for the artist. Yeah, They don't get that. They just see it as a freestyle platform and they people can see it and they're not using it like Gabe is saying. Wait till you're ready. It's going to make my platform better. It's going to make your shit better, mm-hmm. and we're all going to come together with timing. Timing in this business is everything. It's essential. Keyword timing, yeah. That's why I tell them. I'm like, look. I'm like, look. I had G Herbo yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm And I'm trying to blend. I'm trying to make On The Radar the perfect platform that has, you know, and so other platforms have done this very well, too. Like, from the block, shout out my brother, Zay. Yeah. He be killing it. But, like, you know, blending the up-and-coming and artists who's hot well, in any genre type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, look. I just had G Herbo on the show the other day, right? It's like, Polo G is going to come do a freestyle for me. What makes you good enough to be on the same platform as them, right? And that's not me being disrespectful. That's just me being like, have you earned the spot on this platform oh, yet? Yeah, mm-hmm. you're making your platform special. Yeah, and there are there are certain artists who are, quote unquote, like up and coming who I've taken chances with, right? But that's because like I've really seen something in them. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out... Uh, Free my boy Veli Vels, right? Veli Vels is a uh, incredible drill rapper from. Uh, I won't even say he's a drill rapper. He could rap, rap. 
Valley Vels is a rapper from Yonkers, right? Mm-hmm. Came on my platform a year ago, just kind of with a friend. I was like, just film. I was pretty much just filming whatever freestyles came through that door, right? Mm-hmm. Did an acapella freestyle on the spot. It was cool. It did like 11K on YouTube. And then he came back in September, like before he got locked up. He did this freestyle for us. And that freestyle transcended anything that he would have thought it would. You know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, he he didn't get to, he's not able to enjoy it because he's locked up right now. But it did a million plus views on, on, um, on IG Reels. Probably did a couple hundred thou on TikTok and uh, about two to three hundred thou right now on YouTube. But that was one of those cases where he kind of earned it because he's been working this past year for. It. He's like, Gabe, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna kill it. And I was a little like, I wasn't sure at first, but he was one of the first artists to really freestyle on the platform. So I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what? I like you. You rap really well. I think you're gonna kill this. And then it became this viral freestyle over like overnight. Like people from the West Coast were playing yeah. it, people from down south were sending it to me. So I was like, oh damn. But going back to what you're saying, timing is everything. And I think, you know, if you blow your load too fast in this industry, you're gonna miss your chance. Cause there is for a lot of artists, there's a small window, right? And if you take that window and you are able to open that door, you're good. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think that a lot of people just like you know on that highway when they're trying to when they're trying to get there they get off the exit too quickly you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. they're like oh like their exit's telling them exit 21 they're like oh shit but exit 20 got you know Exit 20 got the strip club on the side. Exit, exit 20 that's got, me. Exit 20 yeah, got, that's me. Yeah. Exit 20 got I'm the good feet and all this and shit. I, like and, I, and I'm looking over at Heineken and be like, no, let's just keep going. Let's stay all cool. And then Exit 21 got the mansions. Exit 21 got, <laughs> yeah. got the, you know, that got the like, private rooms. Exactly. That's like, that like Brighton Bright Beach. Yeah. Brighton Beach. And if you go further, you in Coney Island. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You, you um, make your way to Far Rock a little bit. What was it like when... You know, Drake spoke about the platform. What what was the energy shift like? Because I, when I saw that, I was like, "My man Gabe is cooking." I remember I saw when you started it from scratch. Yeah, and people were like looking and like whatever, whatever, and it just you kept building it and you built it fast. It seems you know like it happened quicker than that, but I know it took a time. But like when Drake gave that co-sign, what was the energy like, man? Well, fun fact, Drake wasn't the first Young Money artist to co-sign me. It was actually Nicki was the first. Nicki? Yeah, so back... so Queens. Was, he's gonna, he got, uh, he's a Queens first. Big Queens, right? <laughs> but first of all, but with Nicki, like the quick story behind Nicki is um, back in Rolling Loud 2019, I did an interview with Malibu Mitch, right? Salute to... I know, Shout yeah. out Malibu. And, um, I got a crazy story where... Really? Yeah. I don't hear this like a But mm-hmm. with Malibu, uh, I don't know. Everybody was talking about their top fives list at the time. It was like one of those hot topics on Twitter, right? So I was yeah. asking every artist their top five, <laughs> right? And I asked her top five female MCs in the game, right? And like she bigged up Nikki in this interview. Mind you, this was just like an on-camera interview, like nothing crazy. And I go on vacation a week later and like my fo- I'm like literally sitting at the bar drinking, eating nachos with my ex and my phone's just like... And I'm like, yo, the heart what? attack. It's I'm called like, the heart attack. Yeah, the heart attack. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, what happened at work? Like, I thought something happened with power. And then everybody's just calling me like, yo, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. So Nikki had posted the uh posted the interview on her Twitter, which mm. I thought was super dope. So shout out to Nikki. But with Drake, um, man, that shit was just incredible. You know, uh, a couple of our freestyles before then had been played on OVO Sound. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, shout out Go Home Roger and on Oliver on that one. Um, but we it hadn't been up until that point, right? So um, that we, that, like, I mean, I knew Drake was tapped in, like, Drake mm-hmm. had liked one of the, uh, he liked the, one of the posts of AJ Tracy, um, okay. when AJ Tracy from the UK came over, he liked that one, that was over at Jersey Club B, so I knew he was, he's been watching, um, but I didn't know to what extent, and then with the Ice Spice thing, you know, Ice Spice didn't even tell me too, and <laughs> so, like, I'm literally, like, I peep on the gram, and I text her, I said, sis, what the fuck, <laughs> 
<laughs> like I'm like, what? I'm like, why didn't you send this to me? And she's like, oh my bad. But um, <laughs> but I saw that and I was at the radio station that night and I went stupid. I ain't gonna lie. I As you should. I had a night that night. But um, but yeah, shout out Drake, man. They still play a couple of our freestyles on OVO Sound Radio. They're not just playing the New York ones, they played uh CEO Trail, they played Real Boston Richie, who is really like one of the hottest artists out of Florida right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that Drake co-sign was was crazy, man. So shout out to Drizzy for that, man. I appreciate I appreciate the love, you know. Hopefully one day. Everybody keeps saying it's gonna happen one day. What you think's gonna uh, uh, on the radar, Drizzy freestyle? Yeah, everybody keeps everybody keeps everybody keeps telling me it's gonna happen one day, and I just you know I'm like you know what? Don't speak it to me, speak it into the universe because words are powerful. But I don't want. Let me show you how this is gonna work. <laughs> on the radar freestyle with Drizzy, hosted by Esso and Heineken in the cut, <laughs> and it's gonna be in Toronto. This motherfucker's smart. What's that? But yo, let me ask you something. <laughs> Good. What's the pressure like now? Because now it, it's simply mm-hmm. when you just dropping freestyles and people coming through. Now people want to be on your platform. I mean, mm-hmm. we're experiencing it too. Your DM is is going crazy. Yeah. What, what's the pressure like? I mean, because they on our head. Pause about <laughs> getting on every show that we got. The, this one, the one I got with Clue. They want to do solo shit with him. Yeah. They want Space Ghost. They all on on our head. Yeah. So tell me what it's like just for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like everybody want to come on on the radar, but I think um, I forgot who it was. I was talking. I think it was Flo Millie. I have a Flo Millie interview that's not out yet. Um, but me and her had a great conversation about mental health, and I think one of the most important parts about mental health is right, like you got to keep your sanity in this game, right? Right. That's first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And for me, with the pressure. There's a lot. Obviously, there's a lot of pressure on me now because now it's like, okay, on the radar is on its way to become one of the biggest platforms in the world, one of the biggest music platforms in the world. Drake, Nicki, um, Meek, all, Lil Baby, all these people commenting under under our videos, and that's and that's great. But it, to be completely honest with you, bro, I don't even really be thinking about it on a day to day basis. And I think the reason for it is just because like my the way that I'm um the way that I operate and like you know John can attest to this too I'm really just always on go mode like for me it's like I don't really take the time to think about things like that like I see it and I fully understand the pressure that's on me right now but I'm just like look if I let if I really sit down and like think about the pressure then it might get to me so fuck that I'm just going to keep going that's and how I feel I'm feel just going to keep going cuz if I if I stop then I might get stagnant and mm. I think uh I'm going to address something real quick go for right? it all you motherfuckers that be in my comments talking about, oh, they let anybody up there. Stop. Because you just mad that you're not up there, right? I'm mm. sick of hearing that shit like that, right? Because when it, being said, like, it's a rap platform at the end of the day, right? So people love to just hop online. Negative news spreads quicker than positive news. All day. But people love to just comment on the people's shit like, oh, you let anybody up here. Oh, anybody can get on, on the radar. No. No. If somebody's on the radar, it's because they deserve to be there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I got the call. I got the I got the call from Young Money a couple days after that that uh, incredible bars on I ninety five cipher came out with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy P. I'm like that kid went crazy. I'm bringing him on the show. You know what I'm makes saying? Sense. And people, people might hate on him because he's a white rapper, and they'll be like, "Oh, they let anybody up here." He had bar. He got. He he had some bars on that on that cipher though. Go ahead. I'm Dang, sorry. No, no, no. He did, and that's why I was like, I was like, I like this kid. I'm gonna bring him up. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. I don't care but, who he is. You know, people. It's jealousy too, because it's like, jealousy. That's what it is. And they're they're thinking the entitlement. He's supposed to reach out to me. What do I look like saying, "Hey, Gabe, when I'm gonna be up there?" You know, that New York ego or that uh, tri-state area ego is really ingrained. You got to have it, though. 
What you, you mean when you say gotta that? Gotta have it in these twenty three million people. We in the we in New York City is a different beast. All mm-hmm. right, being able to control it is the difference. But mm. you gotta have that within you the in audacity. order to keep going. God bless the dead. Hovain had to have it. Yeah, facts. I got it. Mm-hmm. Gabe, you gotta have it. Mm-hmm. I know you got it. I know Clue is my, one of my best friends. Clue got <laughs> Clue it. Definitely got Buster it. got it. Every Sp- every space ghost, ghost. space ghost got John. it. You know what I'm saying? Space you, goes be working too. Let's, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. See, you got told, to, you, he doesn't know that he's famous. You are famous, bro. To, uh, uh, yo, yo, who did you do projects with this year? Come on, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. He don't want to talk about it. You, you see? Yeah, you see? Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to talk about it. famous now. Sorry, bro. But, but, told yeah, you. but we tell him, but you know what I'm saying? But that's the thing that I think is having people like us thrive. Is that we know that our names are growing, mm. but our, our our drive is it just gets bigger and bigger. Mm. And I feel like the more and more I get, I'm more and more blessed as I go. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So my head is not getting. If anything, my head when I was younger was up here when I was making tons of money yeah. in, in the music business in '05 and '04 and stuff like that. But now after you got to go through things, you got to fight your way back to where you. Mm-hmm. really should be at I'm gonna say should should be at mm-hmm. yeah you understand that you're blessed and it's a it's being um the humble is right. a part of that and yeah. I think that that's what people when they see us in public they're surprised by how humble and chill that we are and blessed that we feel about the position the, we in the yeah. one thing I want to say to Gabe because I when I heard um self said this you're supremely young. I haven't we, seen this clip. It's not out yet. We're no, it's not out. Okay. No, it's coming out you're, soon. You're supremely young. People don't know. I Because we spoke. How old do you, you think I am? I don't know. I don't guess people age. How old do you think I am? He's young too. You know, no way. I'm 38? <laughs> you're just doing that just to be funny, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... I 25. take back what I just... I take all the nice things <laughs> I said about you back. 20, 25. All the projects is horrible. Nah, I'm playing. Huh? Twenty five. I'm twenty six. Okay. okay. I'm 26. But what I'm gonna say is right, and this is gonna sound ridiculous. Still have young people around you, and the reason why I'm gonna say that, mm-hmm. how you're going with all the young artists. That's how I came up with when I was doing all the interviews, mm-hmm. and every interview I did hit with people that people didn't know. So when I'm watching you, I'm like, this guy got the wave right now. But the tricky part about this game, something always shift out of nowhere, of where you're no longer. Hitting the same way. You'll never know unless you got somebody young around you. That's why when Self said that, I'm like, Self, no. He need this guy to keep him, you know, really in tune. Right. You know, and for you, I think however you're doing the business right now, in two, three years, there's going to be a weird shift. And you'll be like, what the fuck? I'm ready for the shift. Mm. You want to know why? Enlighten me. Because whenever an artist leaves my studio, I'll be like, yo, send me who you think is hot next. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? I think... um, I caught a wave early this year. Not and uh, uh, shout out my guy Wolfface Joe. He's an artist mm-hmm. at Staten Island, incredible artist. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of. I've always been a big underground scene head, right? So I come, I come from like that era of Little Uzi Vert and all them and college. That's what I was listening to in college, right? SoundCloud music, right? Like mm-hmm. Smoke Perp, all of them was like that's that. Was, was an era. That was an era. That was an ill era. It was a fun era. I go yeah, lie. Yeah, I was tweaking in those mosh pits. But the point <laughs> of the matter is, like that was that was that era in college that I was listening to, and 
I brought this kid Wolfface on the show because um, one of the younger people who works around on my show, he's like, yo, you should check out this kid Wolf. Mm. And at the time, he didn't have that many followers, uh, uh, but I liked his music. So I'm like, I reached out uh, and we brought him on the show. Um, and he did a freestyle that went viral, right? So me and Wolf built this relationship. And I was like, yo, Wolf, like, I really been wanting to connect with the underground scene, like the underground SoundCloud scene right now. Because I think that y'all are really moving it. Because there are artists in that underground SoundCloud scene who are signed. So they're already kind of up there, like Tekka, Young Chris, uh, Cash Dami, whatever. Yeah. They're already signed already. But there's other ones, too. Um, so I was like, yo, put me on. It sends me like 20 profiles. I think probably I put like 15 to 20 of those people on my show already. And here's the thing. All those people already liked my show. Mm-hmm. They already watched on the radar. So when I DM them, they're like, yo, we love on the radar. We didn't know that you would have us on the show. I'm like, man, fuck that. Come on Come the on show. Yeah, I like y'all. We had this one kid, Rio Vaz, who uh, is one of the most left field, out of left field freestyles that we ever did. He's from Jersey City. He makes hyper pop music. Mm-hmm. But he's part of that same community with all these other guys, right? And his freestyle did like 120K on, on YouTube. And it was a dope moment for us because it showed that we do so much more than just hip hop. And yeah. that's why, and so that's why I always tell people, you know, even uh, yesterday I was I was hanging out with uh, Diamond Cuts from Philly, mm. and you know I've had a lot of Philly artists on my show, and I'm like, Yo, Diamond, like, whoever you think is next up, like, send them to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I let like me watch, let me watch them, let me see what goes on, and then we can and we can work from there. And I've kind of always taken that approach with um, at least this last two years I've done on the radar to kind of continue to foster new talent. You know what I'm saying? It's always like, I right, cool, I did this person, cool, who's next? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just what, to keep that relevancy. What was your plan to excel being that it's a lot of people doing these freestyle platforms now? A lot of people. So what was your plan to stand out from them? Um. Well, okay, so there are already like a lot of really dope freeze. Obviously mm-hmm. the big ones, you know what I'm saying? You think of Flex, LA Leakers, Bars on 995. Yeah, um, I don't want to miss it. AZ, even though that's more performance, but shout out, but I always shout out Zay because Zay started the hanging mic thing, so I always mm-hmm. got to give him his, his flowers for that. Um, Try to think what other freestyle platform there is that's like that. Well, I think like the first thing is that, you know, younger artists. I think that's the that's the first and the and the foremost thing is that, you know, not all these artists who I have on my show you would see on some of these bigger platforms. Some you do. Some go up there, like Young Devin, and Young Devin just did Flex. Um, but I wanted to create something that, you know, people weren't ready for. Cause I think it kind of goes back to what you said that like you know, sometimes people aren't looking at these artists yet. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not at the Pop Smoke level or the Fabio level or, mm-hmm. you know, in a West Coast sense, they're not at, you know, a Drago the Ruler level yet, mm-hmm. right? Just kind of, you know, add some diversity to the flair there. Yeah. Um, but these artists, they're putting up views, and I think you have to catch them at a certain moment because yeah. it's kind of like the way how... I'm trying to use a, a good example. Like, early on in their career, you want to catch, like... I, you could say like the Pop Smoke Fire in the Booth freestyle or the Pop Smoke Leakers freestyle or the Pop Smoke, I think yeah. he did a freestyle on Real 92. Any of those freestyles, that was early on in his career and they blew up because it was early on in his career. He was buzzing, he was big, but he wasn't there yet. Yeah. Um, so I think it's like you got to catch them at the time and I think that's kind of like the the fault that like a lot of platforms, they don't always think that. They kind of wait till they're at a certain level to bring them on the show. They're, they wait till they're already like kind of, they're already kind of blown up. But what I learned early in my career doing on the radar is that, you know, when I first started, I was doing Zoom interviews. I was interviewing some bigger artists on Zoom, right? But they weren't bringing me a lot of views. And I'm like, why are they bringing me views on my channel? And I was like, wait a second. That's because everybody else already interviewed them. So mm-hmm. nobody's going to give a shit about Gabe's interview with them because nobody knows Gabe yet. So Gabe has to, Gabe can still interview these people, but 
Gabe also has to find, has to foster a fan base of other people that will then like him and his interviews and his freestyles, whatever, and then start watching all of them. So like you'll watch, um, you'll watch a Wolfface Joey interview and freestyle, but then I could also have Herbo on the platform and Herbo's interview does like two, 300 K, you know what I'm saying? So it trickles down. So it trickles down, but I had to kind of reset, re- Reevaluate. Bring, you have to reevaluate okay. your strategy. Yeah. I've noticed the interviews coming out more and you're really comfortable in how you interact and having fun. Like, um, do you take any pieces of being around with Charlemagne from that? How, how did he help you your career? Because people don't know, like y'all did a lot of content together. Right. Um, Charlemagne definitely in like a podcast sense. I feel like Charlemagne helped me get more comfortable doing podcasts when we were doing um Comic Kings together. Mm-hmm. I'll say in an interview sense, right? Um, Angie. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think what a lot of people know, um, and I've told this story a million times, but I don't think I've told it too many times on camera. Um, so when I was 19, 19, I was at St. John's. So I went. I worked at the radio station at WSJU along with Nyla Simone. I was about to say, was Nyla no. there with you? Because yeah. she went to St. John's. Yeah, so mm-hmm. this, is how, this is how the story broke down. So at the time, um, me and Nyla were both doing interviews at the time. Um, and then me being from New York, um, my homegirl, she was like, yo, I got Angie coming to, she's doing her book tour here. Can you do the interview? Right. And I'm like, I remember when I used to be in my aunt's mm-hmm. car driving around the Bronx, listening to Angie. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to do this interview. And so they're like, who, who can you have to be the co-host with you? And I was like, I want, and at the time it, I was like, I need Ramel and Nyla, right? Ramel actually works at Republic Records now, but he was out of town at the time. So I'm like, Nyla, come, like I called Nyla, I'm like, do you want to interview Angie? She's like, hell yeah, I want to interview Angie. So we interviewed Angie together. Um, and mind you, both of us had applied for Power 105 at the time, like multiple times. And we got rejected. I got rejected from that internship like five times. Mm. And um, so we interviewed her and she's like, I like y'all. And then she told her assistant to get our contacts. And she's like, apply for that position again. <laughs> and then lo and behold, two months later, we applied for the position and we were working there. So I've been at Power 105 since I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just stayed there this whole time. And same with Nyla, you know what I'm saying? Nyla got on air, I think, I'm trying to think about what year. I got on air last year, so that was 2021. So I think she was like 2019 or 2018, I think, is when she started doing on air. But um, but yeah, so St. John's strong in that. But that's how we kind of came up. And then I was also sitting on all of Angie's interviews. I was there for the Takashi 69 interview. I was there for the Pop Smoke interview. I was there. I've been there. I'm trying to think who else I've been there for. I've been there for a lot of the big ones over the past five or six years. Like anything that's like the biggest interviews that she's done, I was in the background taking interview notes because that was my job. Um, and I just sat there and I just soaked up the game. And then even now, like even talking to Angie, I would talk to Angie when I was doing my interviews and things like that. And she would give me like, you know, advice or about the industry, things like that. So a lot of my interview style, if you watch my interviews, uh, I even catch myself sometimes. I'm like, damn, that's that's something Angie would say. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or that I catch that. Like, I'm not trying to be like Angie, but I do. You know, it's like you hang around somebody. You, you got to surround yourself with greatness exactly. if you want to be great. You, sound, you surround mm-hmm. yourself with legends if you want to become one. Exactly. So That's just what it is. You're just lucky enough to be blessed into the position that you, got, that you have and had a chance to learn from some of the best to do it yeah. in the biggest city in the entire world. And being Puerto saying? Rican too, and her being Puerto Rican is just like that's a blessing. In Come on, itself. bro, bro. You that's can't... the link. What are you talking about? That ain't the blessing. That's the fucking the, link. Oh, that's the link. Everybody but like, know Puerto Rican and Spanish yeah. people stick it's, together. Especially we in know hip-hop. that. Especially so what are you talking hip-hop. about? I, I, and yo, I'm not mad said, at that. He said Puerto Rico said 
There it is. They they gonna stick together. <laughs> and, and you from the Bronx, right? Nah, I got oh, family from the Bronx. Totally from yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Queens originally. Oh, oh, so you ain't know? Queens and Long Island. Queens and Long Island. What part of Queens you from? Yeah. Hillside Ave and Parsons. Oh, he on the north side. Oh, up there. Yeah. And then Long Island. I spent I I did I did early years it was in Queens. Then I did most of my school out in Long Island. And then I came and then I moved back to Queens um because I went to St. John's. That's all that matters. So I was like, so Queens get the money. That's all that matters. Is from Be- my mom's is from Bedside. My dad's is my dad is from the South Bronx. Oh, so oh you, got, good. you got you got the whole New York. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. got the hip hop stream. I got one more question on my end. Yeah, because you was talking about independent artists, but you was like <laughs> they're signed. Why is it such a like a badge of honor to say you're independent, even when you're signed? There's a lot of independent artists that's like, yeah, I'm independent, but I'm they're secretly signed. They ain't Can no you, badge of honor. Yo, I don't a, think it's a badge of honor. No, there's some people that I'm gonna tell you why like they do lying it. about that. I'm gonna shit. tell you why they do it because if you tell them if you tell them that you're with a label, it costs money now. Now they think you got money, but if you're that's doing it too, on yeah. your own, if you're doing and, and, and your labels will tell you, don't tell them you're signed because that'll change everything. You know what I'm saying? Don't tell them because Gabe. If I know that you signed to the label, I think you must have got an advance, right? Oh, you got money now, huh? Hey, you got money now. Oh, you now. got money now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But once Why are you, you coming back home? Why are you coming back mm-hmm. to but you, you come, money back? but you could come, come here with the biggest drug dealer with the most money, and we'll still look at them and say, yo, they're not funded by the bank, by the label. So maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is organic. Duh. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what female rapper you think is about to have a great breakout 2023? Mm. Or yeah, because you've had a lot of them. I know we have so many, bro. Well, I'm gonna give you a few different ones, right? Let, mm. let, let, let me do this. Cause this is what I, I've been because as um so I'm gonna tell you this, right? I'm gonna just before I get to that, I'm gonna tell you this right now. We're bringing the show on tour, right? Woo! So kind of like, you know, heavily inspired like by what Aze does. Um, cause yeah. you know, I always mention my brother's name because I, I think mm-hmm. you gotta give people their flowers when they inspire you. Um we're gonna bring we're gonna do freestyles in other states, right? What's the first city? Uh right now we're thinking Memphis, right? Um That's a good spot. Now let me start. tell you why. It's bro. different too. Right. Yeah. Now, let me I'm tell not you mad why. at it. I'm just it's yeah. a lot of music coming out of Memphis right now. Bingo. Bro. I'm going to keep it a bug with you, bro. I I don't know about when this airs, but I think the week before Christmas, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna unload the clip of 10 plus Memphis freestyles that we have. I need you to understand right now that Memphis is about to become our second biggest market. So originally it's like South Africa is kind of our second biggest market right now in the UK and then Florida and then Memphis. But right now I think um, Memphis is about to become the next biggest market because uh, so we just had all of Gucci's artists up on my show. Mm-hmm. All, his, all the new 1017 kids. Um, we had a bunch of people from like Endless and Bread Gang, which is Moneybag Yo. Yeah. Um, I've had like AR the Mermaid, Big Folk. There's like, so there are a ton of people out in mm-hmm. Memphis. So we're bringing the show on the road. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because like I said, we want to become a global show. We want to do more of that. We're staying in New York. We're not going nowhere. The show's not leaving New York. We're just going to go. Yeah, expand. expand we're going to go there for a little bit, for like a week or two and, and record, right? I like that. Um, You know what I'm saying? We got some great people that we're going to partner up with over there. Like, we're going to partner up with like Sunny Digital in Atlanta, Take Keith in Memphis. I fuck with Sunny um, Digital, yeah. Hopefully, uh, we're going to talk to like Zoe Dollars in Miami. Oh, um, Zoe with the Bulletproof business trucks, man. You know what I'm saying? That's a great have, Maybe have some of his trucks in the vids, too. Oh, um, I, listen, have, we'll fly down there. We'll shoot a couple of guns yeah, at the Bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, get, come on. Hey, by, I, yo, I can't get this motherfucker to fly nowhere, but he's talking about we're gonna fly we down there. Oh, the radar going there? Oh, oh we yeah, gotta yeah, go there too. Uh, uh, I'll be like, yo, asshole, give me the banana clip. Da, 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 da. Gabe, like, I don't got no the- banana clip. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know about. what we're talking about. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm ignorant. I'm ignorant. <laughs> but, um, 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, so the reason why I bring up what we're doing in these different cities and different states and whatnot is because from uh, right now, I see, first of all, we already know right now that women are running shit, right? Yeah, absolutely. No questions asked. Um, if we talk in New York, obviously, we know Ice Spice had an incredible year. Ice mm. Spice is going to continue to have an incredible year. I I'm, I keep telling people, do not doubt her. Do not, you know, I told them this months ago, too. Like, when she first came out, I'm like, look, everybody's like, oh, she making, like, you know, sexy, provocative drill. I, I'm like, look. You know what I'm saying? She's doing something a little different than everybody else. Watch what happens. Boom, right? Um, but huh? Sexy drill, Sexy drill right? Sexy drill. Sexy drill. But um, but I would say like female wise, you know, Maya the Don Telfy right now going I crazy. I see Maya the Don. Maya she the Don is incredible. She has a great personality, two star power. What we talking about? You got to have good personality in this shit. She cooking, yo. Cooking, and then of course, like you know, ever from the day I first met this girl, right? I knew she was a star. We did an interview. Last July, July 2021. And back then, Don't Play With It just came out. Lola Brooke, Don't Play mm-hmm. With It just came out. It was she, out for maybe two months. And I was like, wait on it. I'm like, this girl, if you ever met Lola Brooke, I've if you ever had around. the pleasure of, of getting to even, you know, speak to her, she got the best energy in the world. That, I, I, I only met her one time, but somebody's supposed to have her sit down with us. I can't remember who, who it was. You got to do it. She has a great energy. She's incredible. So that's New York. That's what that's what I'm thinking about for New York right now. For, um, for like Memphis, right? Um, Gloss Up is going crazy. She's Glorilla's friend. Yeah, She's I know fire. About Gloss Up. Mm-hmm. Gloss Up. Uh, she just got added to Rolling Loud, uh, LA. Yeah. Is that the one to sign the quality control? Did she sign the quality control? Yeah, she just signed the quality I control. I'm, I'm I'm a, I told you I'm on the streets, God. Damn. I keep trying to tell him I'm on the streets, God. Yeah, we outside. Yeah, he, don't know, he don't know. I'm just letting you do your thing <laughs> yeah. because that's your lane, but I'm on the streets. Nah, and and shout out to your He's working the whole time while paying attention to the interview. <laughs> He, yeah. he got three phones going. Yeah. He has my phone. That's why. Man, uh, listen. Uh, I'm not mad. I love it, it, yo. Uh, who else was I going to say? Air of the Mermaid. Air of the Mermaid I've from heard, Memphis. Yeah. You know her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what you want to do? I know about it. Because we got sticks. We like yo, the young energy. Got, the thing about Memphis. Memphis Clu- is ill. Because me and Clue just talked to Finesse two times. Yes, I did see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, yep. Finesse two times and Clue was in yeah. a party together and they was explaining how everybody from Memphis is just cheering each other on when every record comes out. It's a different vibe. It's like in Atlanta vibe out in Memphis right now. Mm-hmm. So he put us on to it's a lot of female rappers, a lot of music, a lot of male rappers coming out of Memphis. It's a new hub. They understand the business out there now. See, yeah. they see in, in, in the country, which I'm, I'm about to wrap up, you know what I'm saying? I understand that in places where they didn't have a lot of music knocking, they didn't really understand the business. Right. But now they got somebody like Yo Gotti who's bringing the business because Glorilla told her story how the, how the labels didn't really understand her. Mm-hmm. But Yo Gotti understood her. And you need people out there that have the power to understand the music. So I think that they're, I think that they're the next hub that where everybody's going to be going is going to be Memphis, Tennessee. I like that. I agree. That. Yeah, I think Memphis has got it. Uh, there's a girl right now, Tia Karim from North Carolina, mm-hmm. got a song called Freaky T out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, on our on, on our platform, the video from our platform, it did a million views on IG Reels and TikTok. I love um, it. You got to check her out. She's super fine. I'm dude. on it. Send me all of them. Duke Deuce is in the video. Yeah. And then um, I'm trying to think who else I like. Out of the West Coast right now, I really love this girl, Incognita. She signed to Issa Rae's Atlantic. Incognita? Incognita is her name. She signed to Issa Rae's Atlantic. Uh, I forgot what the exact I name of Issa, Issa Rae. I thought didn't fuck with music no more. She said she hates the music business. No, she has a label and the imprint is under Atlantic and Incognita is with them. I got you. She's fire. Lil Kayla from the Bay Area. She's super tough. Um, so there's like a lot of dope different and and each woman who I've named so far, they all make a different style of hip hop. I like Neither none of these women make the exact same type they of music. They don't clash. 
Um, mm. And that's why I think that women are running the game. So I'm trying to think if there's any, any other female artists who I've had on the show recently. Philly. Huh? Philly. Philly. Oh, you want me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Mac Monroe. Mac Monroe from Philly. She's killing it. Um, who? Brat. Oh, Big Brat. Big Brat is she just signed to 21 Savage and Metro Boomin. I know about Big Brat. Yeah, she's from um mm-hmm. she from I know about Big Brat. Tennessee. She's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. I know about Big Brat. Chattanooga. Too. Yeah, yeah they, she had a lot of fire around her. We yo, we gotta do this again though, Gay. We we didn't have enough time. Yeah. I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, no, I, I no, 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 we got another we got another person. Oh, your homegirl here. Who? Yeah. Connie, Connie Diamond. Diamond. Connie Diamond in the other yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She's about to come in right now, but we didn't have enough time. We definitely gotta do this again. Maybe we can come over to your studio. Yeah. And we can and go we can come film and, and do part two over at your spot, and, yeah. and, and we can get it going. Yeah, I've had a bunch of who have I had on my show from that you've done projects with this year. He don't. He don't. He don't know. Okay, no. he don't. We'll, he really don't be we'll, giving we'll, up. Yeah. We'll talk after. On the radar, <laughs> bag fuel. Please believe it. We just starting out. <laughs> I'm in the streets with Heineken and Gabe. Mr. Step in, step out. Don't get stepped on. Word of my brother, Hood Fly Mike Queens, Long Island, on the radar radio, pound of five point one. Bag fuel. We in the building. Bah. Queens. I'm done. My bad. I like talking. No, no, no.